This is it, the time to step up and shift your life in the direction you need it to go. Hi, my name is Amira, and I started connecting through Memoirs Podcast March 30th, 2020. Why? Because during the COVID-19 global pandemic, most of us are at home not knowing what will happen next. I wanted to create a platform where life stories from people all over the world at different chapters in their life can be shared for you to listen to and be impacted by. You are not alone. Welcome to Connecting Through Memoirs. Attention, adults. This interview is for your ears only. In this interview, you will listen to my first male guest, Jamal, from the island of Grenada. Have a listen to how this young man almost lost his life due to pornography and masturbation to now praising God and admitting how having a personal relationship with him saved his life. Apologies in advance for the poor audio quality and the background noises. Hi everyone, this is Amira and welcome again to Connecting Through Memoirs. And I have a very special guest today all the way from Grenada. And I'm saying all the way because if you're listening for the first time, you don't know that I'm from St. Martin. So St. Martin and Grenada are pretty close on the map, but in actuality, we're pretty far away, but we're still in the same time zone. So it's still after 2 p.m. here, Eastern Standard Time and there as well. So I have the privilege of speaking with Mr. Jamal from Grenada, and he has generously offered his time to talk to us a little bit about a topic that he chose. So I want to say welcome to Jamal. Welcome, Jamal. Hi, hi. <laughs> Just making sure you're still there. Nothing to be nervous about. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. And you? I'm good. I'm just grateful for your time and I'm excited to hear what you have to say. And um, the topic that you chose was what has been your biggest challenge in life and how did you overcome it? Tell me why you chose that one to talk about today. Right. Well, I chose this one. I have um, more than one um, challenges, right, that I work in, but I'll, I'll just speak on one aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. um, growing up, I grew up without a dad, right? Because mm. my mom and sisters, and I'm telling you, it was really hard on my side because I've had to make a lot of decisions on my own, and there were consequences for not having someone to mentor you. And um, I used to not really be a pressure, but you know, like, you want to fit in, like, school and stuff, you want to fit in the school, so you know, you do things that other students do. Um, yeah, like yeah, getting yeah. into pornography and you know one thing within to the next then you start becoming like toxic because you start doing a whole set of things that you're not accustomed to and this thing get a hold of you and your mind everything about you start becoming negative mm -hmm. and I used to suffer from mm -hmm. like masturbation and you know looking at pornography mm -hmm. mm -hmm. to work and something just pornography and masturbation I hear you. Mm -hmm. We'll look at the thing. And I had a lot of trouble sleeping, so I feel like something on me, and you know, I have to do that thing. Do it, and you will sleep. Do it, and you will sleep. You know, something just to get a thing off of you, just do it. And, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and um, I, hear you. I grew up in church, right? Like my grandma always in church and these things. So it's like a, it was a kind of battle. From like, I mean, I'm growing up. I have to make a decision whether I want to live that way or that cannot be. Yeah. Does not work. Right? Mm -hmm. So we had junior camps and this kind of stuff every year. You know. I'm mm -hmm. excited to go on yeah, but you know, it's just to be friends and not with the spiritual aspect of it, just to meet up and go out of the time, get away from school mm -hmm. and the environment and just kind of 
something. And I remember on a camping carry too, there was this uh, counselor. Mm-hmm. She had a love for she always she looked closely at us at 14 or something while they're in there you know mm-hmm. they're not really like they're in a shelter and mm-hmm. we had um chapel one night worship and i was kind of you know like i was done and stuff and she came outside with me and mm-hmm. she just hugged me <laughs> and Aww. you know she kept rubbing my head and you know she really comforted me and she said you know i know what you're feeling and you know, she gave me a side of her life and Mm-hmm. And this year, that same year in character, I don't remember right the exact year. Mm-hmm. I gave my life out, you know, mm-hmm. to walk with him and you know, to just go into faith because I was going to church. I didn't mm-hmm. know much about God and I didn't know you hear anything. You didn't you know. know much about God and stuff other than what they tell you, probably. Yeah, so um, that's where it really started to get nice for me, I should say, but at the same time, harder because it's a battle of because I'm trying to go on with but there is an old part of me still, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I pray, you know, sometimes I do it and I beat up myself and I started off with this thing where I try not to see, you know. Yeah. Whereas if I do this thing, then I start beating up myself oh, scary point for two weeks before you go back and do it and I still beat up myself and stress out like yeah. I'm, I'm not getting over this thing. And I'm t- I took 25 yesterday, right? And mm-hmm. to be honest, I haven't done this or had feeling like this thing for let me see, like around five years now. I have never wow. felt, you know, like oh, geez, that's, that's amazing. Five years. Wow. Yeah. I believe it's a decision I made. I mean, not everybody mm-hmm. believes that my boss does believe in God. It's a personal relationship, right? And I believe that it was not me alone fighting. I, I believe that God had a hand on my life and he's the one that helped me to overcome this struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, like I start smoking and it's not something that I see my family or nobody family. But if you want to try something, you go and try it. And this thing, I've never gotten like addicted to it. No matter how much time I ran okay. through, I never got hooked right. on it. And God for that because there are persons who went on that path and still up there. And I believe that God mm-hmm. has a calling on my life, right? I'm still growing into faith, I'm still trying to better my life and day. But at that point mm-hmm. in my life, I think that God is working through me, you know, to really yes. sample because I'm the only male teacher. And the last time I was living my life in a kind of a way, I tell you, like, mm-hmm. from young, I'm the male of the house and my sisters and I'm looking up to me. I'll choose one, to the eldest one, marriage, in and all the others in my mom still. And mm-hmm. one right after me, I used to be my girlfriend. Oh, right, ah. my girlfriend, she used to sleep by me and this kind of thing. So yeah. that was a bit stupid. And she was like, um, you have to set an example for my little sister. I mean, you know, you want to um, what, what, what she used, like, mm-hmm. brainwash them. Like, you don't want them to see the way you're living and, you know, do better yeah. than that. And I didn't get yeah. upset because I lie down and I think about it. And I say, you know, time for me to fall back on track, like, find my way again. Because I was doing this as a result of not walking with God, you know. I was just living right. in a world in like, pleasure, drinking, going out. Right. Just, you know, I hear you. you know? And yeah. I had to fast and pray and like, well, I, don't, I didn't have much friends, like from since school days, I never had much friends. I always mm. felt like I was always mm. mm-hmm. like some things that persons do and I never felt like I, I was part of this thing. I should just find myself in the moment just to experience it. It's not for me. I tried so many things and these things are not for me and I found that, that I didn't right. have the urge for it. Like, because maybe I would have been out still. I like, don't maybe life would have got shot or my health started to decline as a result of the way I was your and health started to decline what, what was it about your health that started to decline well I never had no health problem I never been to doctors in and out and inside myself and the minute I started picking up a lifestyle even yeah. I began another personal conversation you see this thing I'm good for you look how much confidence you have in now mm. I started to do pain I always see my heart yeah. I don't know if it's my heart but that's the first thing that's the only time I know that you know, mm-hmm. people just come and work 
toy to say, I get to be shopping in the art or it's like things I can't explain. I used to tell mom, I feel like I die. I used to tell people like I feel like I die. You know, mm-hmm. like not going so now it could be the trick of the end. Just try to cut my life short and put in this thing. I mean, because God, not, I mean, God's plan for anybody to die young. And, you know, I mean, people die young, yeah. but it's not God's plan for anybody to die. I mean, a young person, I right. Many things I do to do, so I don't think God tell me I go take your life. Maybe He will, but I turn away from my way. What I was supposed to do, right? And realize when I put my life on short, I will have to all fall and come to I have a lot of life in mind. This year, I have a lot of life in mind. Yes, and strong drinks that I was taking every day, but now with a gym, eating habits, or as I eat, what I know. And I start feeling real good. Like I felt like I was like, I don't know what depression, nobody knows about that depression, but I felt like I was crazy. What what mean? But I don't know. So I felt like I was just like I grew up particularly active, mm-hmm. taking part in church activities, collaborations and music and you know farming and yeah, things that I love, brain animals. And then I just started working mm-hmm. money, started coming. I got that mm-hmm. transport and all I know is promo. Then I nice clothes and all the road. So like mm-hmm. I started losing my real self then because all mm-hmm. what's out there is just sex, sex pleasure, alcohol, fights, well, I mean, I've been in it, and I step aside, and I'll be, I'll look back, and I'll say, but gee, those people think that, those people see them think that, and that, mm-hmm. I mean, just a waste of time, just mm-hmm. pleasure, I mean, just, I don't want to go back out, and I'm a pastor of a good relationship, on a because I don't want to go back to the thing, you know, something happening in a small way, you know, small pieces, then you'll find yourself back at it, so I keep telling him, I just yeah. want to go back doing things that will keep me working in the pit. And it was not me, mm-hmm. myself, and I alone that would say, okay, Jamal, uh, these things that you're doing, they will stop. It wasn't me because I tried on my own without God. I tried. I said, I have yeah. no control, but I to see there is no God. Be practical. Because there are times I get pain and I couldn't have any young free. And the pain gone, and I tell mommy, I say, mommy, what can I jump in it? That you know the word jump. What can I jump in it? That I say, I say, mm-hmm. the people, and she will laugh. She will say, for real, I say, yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of things, mm-hmm. because it's a relationship. So I know yeah. I over keep true for me, and prayer works. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, prayer works. Mm-hmm. And that was my biggest challenge getting over pornography and pleasure and these things, and then because they, they're very stressful. They could make you take your life, they could make you feel like you're less of a person, and you start going to different places to satisfy. And it's like your life just keeps going all over the place because you're not on a straight path. So mm. I approached myself with the help of the Holy Spirit, you know, God, I had to go out of mm. praying, out of prayer. I had to be really committed, you know, even at times that still yes. fell short and started going back. And I had to pay you. Remember, this is the thing that had you bummed and tied up. You want to go back down the road, I had yeah. to remind myself and pull up on myself again. I'm not perfect, you know. So I'm not saying when I stopped, mm. it was just a problem. I still kept. Also. Going back to healings and the earth, this was there. Mm-hmm. Right. And right now, as I'm speaking to you, I'm actually like vision as to my life. I don't know what God had in store for me as yet. Yeah. I can see clearly, you know. I mean, I don't really pop in with the pain. I'm not nice. saying I'm good, but at yeah. this point right now, I'm good. I could say I'm good, you know, I'm feeling good. And I'm not boosting, you know, less I fall into, you know, I'm not boosting that I overcome masturbation or that pornography yeah. or coffee. Uh, well, I'm not boasting that I was happy that I did, but I'm not boasting mm-hmm. in it. No one is boasting that, you know. But I didn't see when I stopped or before I stopped, all I know is that I cannot just go and just have that flow over me where I used to be with my SBS in school and I just go to the tab, I go on the site, and one thing left to do, I don't want to do homework, I don't want to do nothing. I just feel right. a mess. I'm not I stop. that simple, you know, and it took the year, year, I left church and I started going on that road. Grandmother, same year. Mm-hmm. But anytime she sees a step on the road, she has something to tell. They 
we don't know the game and like they hold it down there and they push all people you know all those and mm-hmm. i remember i had to go through that because i was in a relationship where it was so toxic and what oh. i realized again the enemy knows what he's doing he knows your weakness as to doing sex or money or whatever it is he knows. right what he knows he'll use that against you and for me even using females right because when i speak to i have a lot of female you know in my life when i say that like who are communicating with and the feedback I get, the response I get, sometimes they can be misleading because persons might be attracted to maybe how you think or how you live your life. And you know, you might take that mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. person and the vibes of that person, you start to talk with that person, then you realize after that two month relationship, you'll start to die because I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's, it's not, not equal. And but would you say it wasn't equal, Jamal? No. Would you say that it wasn't equal in the sense of where you wanted to go? This individual wasn't either there on that level, would you say that? It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah, persons that I've been with, like I have one in my life I had to put on her. I don't like to bash people or push away people like that. Like say it's not good luck them. I don't believe you have to do it. If you you could hurt somebody in love, you don't have to block because you will see the person in public one day, you know, mm-hmm. and we've been together for two years, right? Mm-hmm. And she used to come back with things like, can we meet up? Can we? At times I yielded to it before, right? Yeah. And after I straightened up my life, I see. But the only time I'm coming around is when I get dark, then we meet up. I say, why well, we can't meet up in the day, you know? Right. What the fuck is then, George? We can meet up in the tongue and talk, and why only in the night? So mm-hmm. I had to tell myself, JP really want this. If you want to make a change, then you have to pull up, you know? Not because the person said that we meet up, you go dress up and go on the road because you know what's there and what we did. Relationship didn't work out. Same thing. Yeah. You can't want change and same thing. So I had to tell myself, a lot of things and man up, you know, and stick to it. Uh, I had to block the person because I realized mm-hmm. wasn't was was toxic. Not accepting the way I want to mm-hmm. live and my decision, you know, and right. the things the toxic things they sent me. And you know, relationship thing. So I had to um, be very careful female females in my life, and I had to use about maybe God send them to you because you have the right thing to say or you don't understand them because I grew up right. with me. So that's why I could tell my friend who says feelings that he's gay. I say, hey, that's not. He told me he grew up with females alone. That's why he said, no, I don't believe that's why he's gay because I grew up with females, moms, and he's every female right from the At that point in time, mom, my mom to go and kill them, and I said, like, too much a woman. I mean, I'm the only guy everywhere is female, female. So I used to be woke. They go on the beach, they go on the airport and drop my sister, female. So I still you know, much of female. But I understand them well because I'm around them for years. So I'm mm-hmm. this for them, you know, for them. Jamal, so that's question. Why question. Would you say that it's difficult to be in a relationship sense of after having to deal with the masturbation and the pornography, now you have to struggle with your own self to overcome these urges? And now if you are, you know, you're on the path with God and everything and you know the rules, there's no fornication and all of those things, wait till you're married and all of that. And then now you have an individual who wants to be with you, but then maybe they want to then say, have sex with you before marriage. Like, how do you approach something like that if somebody wants to be with you, but that's one of the things they want to do? Like they want to have sex on these things before we get marriage? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's hard, right? But as I was schooled by one of the elders in the church, when I went there, well, I got baptized and I backslid and I went back and said, hey, that's what mm-hmm. I did. And mm-hmm. one of them mentioned that where you start, so be hard for you to stop as you start mm-hmm. having sex with you have a taste of it already, so you go ahead for your foot But mm-hmm. I truly believe that if one put their mind to really stir from it, you understand? Yeah. yeah. To really serious about it, so yeah, I would not say it's impossible. 
they recorded it. If I put my mind to it, I can. Because I did, I tried it, and mm-hmm. no problem. Because I was just, I was not walking after the flesh. Because, I mean, you have to use the Bible to really help you so many. There is a book that they are, um, to walk not after the flesh, right? So, right. After the, so if you walk not after the spirit, there is no way that they should go through it that. And so it is possible, but I'll say it's more impossible because I mean, two foster, they didn't see you know, spending time together, or they didn't see like this, or Jesus, people, they didn't that. You know, everybody is going to find it, like you to commit. And, mm-hmm. you know, it would be, but it would. It would be, would you agree, it would be much easier if it was a woman who was like, I'm on the same path as well. I want to also be as clean as possible and live righteous as well. So because I'm not going to be pushing you and you're not going to be pushing me, it will be much easier for us to go in that direction. Yeah, yeah? it will be very much easier because my last relationship, <laughs> the end of was going to start it off well. I wanted to get married, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that was God. I don't think that was the time. And right. I sort of was and that's all I wanted. And I put my whole focus on that person. I'm not going to the girl whom she wasn't paying me no mind. So that's what I wanted. I wanted somebody that was making it hard for me. I didn't want nobody that just eat. And when, when it got to the court, I ended up going out of house and had to speak to her dad and I say, hey, look, I mean, this is my daughter and this and that. And she started going out with me, you know, because she took my level of seriousness real serious because she wanted me to prove myself. And then she mm-hmm. just let them out of that. And then Mm-hmm. things happen and as i say sex before marriage and the pleasure these things are not work it will not work everything will just squash and right now we like good friends i could say mm-hmm. we started having devotion and trying to live up bad and not indulge ourselves in these things but i mm-hmm. truly believe if she had kept you know her strength mm-hmm. it would have been going like because i mean as a man i'm a young I'm just 25, but mm-hmm. we, the lady keeps saying no, she keeps saying no, keep you really serious about her, not interested in the person, but the person, you'll just keep pursuing, keep pursuing, yeah. because you know that you're married yeah. a person, you'll settle, and that will be all yours for life, so, but the main time, you give in, and let's say it's not real love, like you just have to pay in part to it, you're just like other person ship or other person could do for you. Yeah. After that, it dies out. That's what, that's from my experience. Right. You, you, you see that for yourself. So. We rounded it off here. So I wanted to make sure that we got these points clear that everyone understands your view. What has been your biggest challenge? And from what I'm hearing, your challenge was really in the beginning to control the masturbation and the pornography urge and how to separate you living a life that you are proud of, that you feel like you are living instead of just losing control starting to get sick everything was kind of going all over the place and not the way you wanted to would you say that was correct what i said yeah yeah and would you say yep. that your way to overcome it was when you found jesus christ well i would not say when i found him because when i found him i was not even doing some other things that i did after i found him right true my my um Troubles used to be my dad. I used to be crying a lot for my dad and because mommy told me, well, you know, he wasn't ready for the baby and money mm. brought good money to call the daughter, you know, the abortion and thing. And I used to be crying like night after night. And I just wanted to feel love. I wanted to, well, why you can't call? He's in Canada. I mean, I'm not seeing you. I'm not hearing you. I'm not asking you for anything. Just call and mm. what you're doing. Your food, how's doing it? Just call and have a conversation. And when I used to be crying and when I what did I do, man? How old you was when you was crying and all of that? What what was what age were you? How old were you when you was going through that? That was from sixteen down because I finished school at sixteen and from from five everything before that was just missing daddy and one time what did I? What? So I you was 
as a young person, as a young person, then unfortunately you thought it was your fault. Yep. And when things went wrong, I used to blame. I used to say, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. Maybe I came here by post, you know. But then I used to say, well, maybe mommy should be adjust, you know. So you so were questioning that. Would you say that that maybe also had a reaction in the pornography and masturbation that it tied in a bit? Would you say that? Those feelings of wordlessness, would you say that tied in with maybe the reason why you was so deep into masturbation and pornography? No, I wouldn't say that first day because, I mean, I had total control of my actions, you know? Okay. Because I remember when I went and tried it, I was in school and the other students were talking about it and I had no idea what it was. And they mentioned the okay. site and what the time and I went to and tried it. And I got okay. And but when you found out and you started to do it, was it a feeling of this feels good or was it a feeling of I shouldn't be doing it? Well, it was a feeling of, you know, it was good. I had mm -hmm. no convictions. Um, as yet until um, you know we started knowing well right from wrong and you're not supposed to be doing this you're not supposed to be doing that especially when I'm not baptized mm -hmm. convictions because you know it's wrong from right now so it's like so then we still I, I still tried making ways to be do well I'm a man or God to understand and to try making excuses to do little things right. but when I really took like I accepted God and I got baptized and I tried and one of the men I baptized remember told it won't be easy now that you baptized I'll say the devil will be on and I took offense because I was like one friend to tell me um, something nice you know but she was telling me something good but I took it you know right. the other way mm -hmm. okay so I I hear you I hear that maybe because of this anger that you had and scaredness of not understanding why with your father maybe that also made you make certain decisions that you were not proud of and um, hang around with certain people because when you feel lost you tend to do things to try and be found or try to find love in areas that makes up the love you was missing from the person you really wanted to get it from and that's that woman or man we all have feelings and emotions and we want to be loved and we want our parents to love us and be proud of us so as a child I can't imagine it was super hurtful for you to hear that from your mom how your dad went about it and then now to a point where you're a 25 year old man who has his head on which is admirable i'm super proud of you for that by the way that you are at a point where at 25 which is still really young to make such a decision like i have to do something or else i'm going to die <laughs> you know mm -hmm. which is admirable so i want to make sure that you know that it's something to be proud of and i know you're proud of yourself but it's nice to hear it as well you know i'm proud of you for doing that it is not easy it's a journey it's not gonna stop now because you're 25 and you have a whole lot more living to do so it's going to be a lot more challenges you're going to uh, encounter and a lot more heartbreak and a lot more hurt and pain because that's life but I am happy that your relationship with God is now a personal one and not just one that you're supposed to have and read the Bible and follow in the steps but it's you and God which means you have a relationship with him not no one forcing you which is again really really necessary to be able to live in this life that we have which is temporary yeah, sure. and we don't know when we're going to die but we want to make sure that the life that we have which is on loan which is what god gave us these bodies which is on loan that we take as best care as for them as possible because this is our human house <laughs> you know what our spirit living in 
and then we move yeah. on. Before I round it off, what would you tell someone who is going through what you went through? Heartache, hurt, hearing something super painful and then spiraling out of control, basically, and knowing that their life is not going to be over, but they're on the inside, so they can't see that. You know, you now at 25, if you hear some young man saying, Jamal, I am sinking and dying. I don't know what to do. I have this addiction and I, I have no one around me to talk to what advice would you tell that in like a one sentence or something like what would you say to that person yeah well i could put it in one sentence because my story yeah. is uh, no one sentence go we ain't got much time one sentence <laughs> right so i could just tell a person try and find god and get close to it I mean, in one sentence, I mean, without God, it's impossible. So all I can say is try and find God, mm -hmm. someone that is strong in the faith to talk to, find God and just put their life in his hand. He will take it from there because, I mean, once God started working you, he's faithful and just finish that book. So. Love it. love it love it so i think that's perfect i love that thank you so much and i know whomever is going to be listening to it and hear your final comment that you said based on all you went through i hope that they can see if jamal who just said that sentence and said his story can do that then i can do it too wouldn't you agree? I agree, 100%. Okay, everyone, so that's it. Unfortunately, we have to go. That's another episode of Connecting Through Memoirs. I was speaking to the amazing and overcoming Jamal, who's 25 going on 50 with all the experience he has. And that he is in Grenada, and I am now in St. Martin. My name is Amira, for those of you who don't know. So please subscribe, follow. The links are down below, down below, and just follow us as we go along and complimenting, listening to, and just learning from one another and healing at the same time. So until the next time on Connecting Through Memoirs, this is Amira signing off. I hope you were able to listen and be inspired by Jamal as he explained how he came from struggling with masturbation, pornography, self-worth, and poor relationship choices to now being committed to following and walking with God, knowing he is not perfect, but is willing to work on himself every day. One of my gold nugget quotes I took away was when he said his advice to someone struggling is try and find God and get counseling. So make sure you show Jamal some love in the comments below and check the description also, people. And if you have enjoyed listening to this episode, write in the comments what your gold nugget quotes were. Like, follow, join, share, and all that good stuff. Thank you all so much for listening and tuning in to Connecting Through Memoirs podcast. I truly hope that you have been impacted by this amazing story as I have been. Don't forget to follow us. New episodes will be posted every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So until next time, I encourage you to be an impact. Bye-bye.